Welcome to Talk Healthy to Me. I'm your host, Brindley Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. This is the very first solo episode of Talk Healthy to Me. I'm super excited to be doing it. Right now, let me set the stage for you. I just got back from a one-hour walk in the sunshine with my little doggy. I came home and I made lunch, and now I'm sitting down in my office to just chat. And when I go on those walks, I really am like a thinker when I'm walking. Something about getting exercise in and being in the sunshine puts me in this very high-energy, enthusiastic mood, and I just get thoughts flowing into my head. So I usually keep this ongoing notes folder and kind of just write down topics that I want to talk about, topics that I used to kind of form my captions around on Instagram. And now that I have a podcast, I'm able to come on and actually talk verbally about these topics that flow into my head. So I am very excited to be here today and kind of just get to sit down and chit chat with you guys. Today's episode is going to be about making small changes in your life to equate to a big impact in your life. And this is a topic I'm so passionate about because it's something that truly has helped me. I think when I first started my health and fitness journey and decided that I wanted to make a change in my life, it was really scary because I thought I had to do all these drastic changes and do massive things to have an impact in my journey. And that's just not the case. It's really about the small things that you can implement and do day after day that make a big impact over time. So that's what it's gonna be about today. Before we get into the actual topic though, I wanna talk about, I'm gonna still experiment with what I wanna do at the beginning of each episode. I'm either gonna do kind of like a little recap of the week or wins and I guess losses or things I'm learning that week, something like that. But for today, we're gonna stick with a win of the week. And so my win of the week is actually that we decided to go on a spontaneous trip to Tampa. We decided last night, and it's my 25th birthday in a couple days. So this episode will be out a little bit after this, but basically we had an amazing trip planned to Costa Rica. We had a really cool Airbnb, and our best friends were going with us. And then Lucas, we went to go like type in our information and get our passports ready and everything, and we found out Lucas's passport was expired. And... If you don't know, it's really, really difficult to get passports right now. So we ran into a roadblock and it was one thing after the other like that just went wrong. And finally, we were like, you know what? Maybe we're not supposed to really go on this trip. Like, let's not force it. Let's just reschedule, push it back a little bit and we'll just chill. So for a while, I thought we were just going to chill here for my birthday. But last night, Lucas surprised me and was like, let's just go to Tampa and do kind of like a staycation in Florida because it's six hours away from us, but we've never been. And I have a few friends that live there from social media and it just looks so fun. So we decided last night at like 9 p.m. to go to Tampa. So we booked an Airbnb uh, this morning, actually, and we're leaving tomorrow at like 4 a.m. So I'm really excited about that. Taking little mini trips with Lucas and Ziggy is like, such a highlight of my life so i'm pumped for that but we'll get into the big chunk of the episode now without further ado um the main categories that i want to talk about today for small changes that you can implement into your life to make a big impact are exercise nutrition and mindset so we have three big categories and within all those categories i have multiple little steps that i've written down and i'm just going to kind of elaborate on each one 
So I guess we'll start with exercise. One thing for me when I first started my fitness and exercise journey, I really thought that it was all about doing some crazy intense two-hour workout, killing it in the gym, getting super sweaty, just going so hardcore to where I was at the point where I was extremely sore the next day, the next couple days actually, and couldn't move. And although that's fun to, you know, shock the body, shock your system every once in a while and do a super hard workout like that and go ham, I don't think, at least speaking from my own personal opinion and what works for me, I don't think that's the most effective way because what would happen to me is I would do that and then I would get extremely burnt out. So I'd be sore the next couple of days and I'd get out of my consistency of going back to the gym because I was like, I can't even move my body right now. My glutes are about to fall off. My hamstrings are so tight, it hurts to walk and I just don't wanna go to the gym. So I wouldn't go and then three or four days would pass and I'm already like out of my motivational cycle of wanting to go. And it was just this ongoing cycle of like, go really, really hard, take many days off and then like, be unmotivated again and then finally I'm motivated again go really hard again and just like I don't know an ongoing cycle that just wasn't good so basically I was pushing myself hardcore and then I would experience burnout and I think the small fix that really helped me in my journey was to focus more on going at a steady pace with my workouts and going with consistency rather than just showing up and trying to get the hardest workout of my life every single day Um, And again, when I share anything on here, whether it's food, nutrition, mindset, anything at all, I want you guys to make sure you remember that I'm speaking to my personal experience and I'm not trying to force my opinion on you or tell you what's going to work best for you. I'm really just sharing mine. And if you can resonate with it and take something from it, I think that's great. But I always want to preface these episodes with what works for me may not work for you. And I'm not saying my way is right or my way is the only way or anything like that. But now that we got that out of there, yeah, I think going steady and consistently is a lot more effective than continuing that hardcore and burnout cycle. So tangibly, what going steady and consistently looks like for me is, yeah, I might have a lot of energy that day and feel really, really good, but not going so hardcore for a really long amount of time just because I have that energy and instead saying like, I have an hour to work out, I have an hour and 15 minutes, whatever your time is, and I'm gonna go hardcore for that, but I don't have to keep pushing just because I feel like I can right now. You know, I'm just gonna do what I planned on and then I'm gonna go home and if I have more energy, you know, I can go on a walk later, I can go on a run, I can do whatever. But I think sometimes I would just overextend my energy if I was in the moment and feeling good and that's what kind of stumped me in the long run. Um Another thing with consistency, I think this can go either way because I've had seasons of my life where I really love to just wing it with my workouts and I wake up and decide that day like, I kind of feel like doing Pilates, I'm going to do Pilates or I kind of feel like lifting a lot of weights, I'm going to do that today and not having any type of schedule and I think when I'm traveling that works really well, when I'm living in a place other than my home, like we lived in Hawaii for three months and that's how I worked out there. And I loved it and I do love it and I think that's great for some people but I also know that I thrive the best when I am on more of a schedule. 
I don't think I'll ever be a person that sticks to a perfect schedule all the time, but I think it's good for me to have a framework of a schedule that I try to stick to and then, you know, feel it up if one or feel it out. If one morning I do wake up and I'm like, I don't feel like doing my scheduled workout, I'm going to do Pilates. Then, of course, I give myself the freedom to do what I feel like doing. But I would say figure out what works best for you because some people thrive off of the totally winging it and some and that's how you keep like mentally healthy in your workouts but some people also um are like me in the way that they thrive better when they kind of have a schedule set out for them and they allow some leniency if it comes up but waking up and knowing like okay I scheduled out I'm gonna do back and biceps today so I already have it written down like I'm ready to go let's do this um and if that's you and you do uh like want a framework of a schedule maybe you're new to the gym or maybe you just want to try out workouts that you don't really have to think about they're already written up for you i do have an app for that so it's always going to be linked in the description and i post my weekly schedule on there and i just share it with anybody who wants to try along so that is that that's the schedule i follow right now it's lower body upper body full body active rest day which just means like walking or like doing like I don't know, some type of stretching like yoga or something restful, but also still kind of active, if that makes sense. And then um, lower body. And then I have one day where I try a fun class that week. So sometimes it's hot yoga, sometimes it's spin, whatever I feel like. And then the last day is rest day. So that's my split right now. The next small change I have for you guys on exercise is to find fun ways to be active that doesn't necessarily feel like a workout or it's not a planned workout. And so some tangible things that I do for that is going on a walk with my dog. It is a time where I put on a podcast or music or even just walk with nothing and just enjoy nature and all the sounds outside. But I love getting out in nature and going on a walk with my dog. Um, Another thing is surfing. I love surfing. We don't really have waves in Destin. Every once in a while, we will get a couple like two footers, but... If I'm in a place like Hawaii or someone that does have waves, I love um, going surfing. It's great exercise and it doesn't feel like a workout in the sense of like, okay, 12 reps of bicep curls. (laughs) But when you finish it, you're like, dang, I actually did just get a workout. It feels great. Um, Another one is honestly doing housework around your house. If you take just an hour and say, I'm going to deep clean for this hour, I'm going to do laundry, I'm going to do dishes, I'm going to vacuum, you finish that hour and you feel winded. Going on a hike with friends, taking a dance class, taking yoga classes, going rollerblading. Honestly, one of the most fun memories I have from living in Hawaii was the night that all of us went rollerblading or roller skating. I don't really know the difference, but it was so fun. And we rollerbladed or skated for like two hours. And at the end, we were all drenched in sweat. Like we had laughed so hard. It was so much fun, but it's just another little way to be active that you don't really have to think about. I also think something that's really helpful is encouraging your friends or your significant other to join you in those activities. I think so often when we talk about going on a date or hanging out with friends and doing something, we always say, what restaurant do you want to go to? Let's go get food. Let's go do this. Which obviously, I love going out to eat with Lucas or my friends. That's so fun. But I don't think it has to be a restaurant every single time. I think it's so fun to grab a friend and go on a beach walk or a hike or 
go to a different dance class or something fun like that. You can invite them in on that, get them to be active with you, and it's such a good bonding experience. And a lot of times you can do those things for free because you could just go on a walk, whether you live in a city or a small town, just find a pretty place to walk with a friend. And one, you're building a relationship with a person. Two, you're out in nature, you're feeling good. And three, you're getting activity in in your day. So I think that's a win-win. Okay, my final tip here on exercise is something that I've been doing recently because I got a stand-up desk with a treadmill underneath. And I'm not saying you need to get that or buy that, but if you do, I definitely recommend. It's so awesome. But you can do this in your apartment complex just on a regular treadmill or go to the gym and do this. But it's finding a way to multitask while you walk. I think walking is the best way to do this because you're not jogging or doing anything super high intensity and you can stay focused but finding a way to bring either your laptop, a book, your phone, whatever you need to do to get work done, um, bringing it on the treadmill. Because one, it makes your cardio go by so fast, and two, you kill two birds with one stone. And I think sometimes this topic can be a little bit controversial because I've heard a ton of people say like, you should just focus on one task at a time so you can be fully effective there. And I do agree with that to some extent, but I think sometimes it's so nice to just zone out when you're on the cardio deck and do something else, get something else done. And the feeling after of walking for 45 minutes and editing a whole video or sending 10 emails or doing whatever you got to do, but doing them both at the same time, like it's the best feeling ever. You just leave and you're like, wow, I got two things done that I really needed to do and didn't have to think much about it. So I really like doing that. Again, take it or leave it. If you don't like to multitask, totally fine. I understand the other side that some people talk about this. And I do think that there's some tasks that you really should focus all your energy at once, but I don't think there's any harm in going to walk and getting a couple tasks done. That's my final tip for exercise. Let's move into the next category, which is nutrition. My first tip here, I would say is get very organized with your grocery shops. I used to go to the grocery store and just kind of run around putting random stuff in my cart, not really thinking about the meals I wanted to have throughout the week, just like going, especially going when you're hungry and you just start throwing everything into the cart. You check out and it's super expensive and then you get home and you're like, well, I didn't really plan anything. I guess I'll just like snack on this stuff throughout the week. And I think something that really helped me now is I plan out the meals I want to have and make my grocery list according to that. So I'll write out, okay, I want to have buffalo chicken spaghetti squash one night. And then I want to have, you know, an arugula salad with grilled chicken and veggies and sweet potatoes or whatever meals you want to have. And then you write out the ingredients you need for that meal underneath that meal and you go to the grocery store with a planned out list so you just know exactly what you're going for, exactly what you're going to have. And yeah, it just helps me a lot to one, save money, two, actually make those meals and sometimes meal prep them and eat healthy and eat in a way that's going to make me feel my best. And I don't know, just planning helps me stay very organized throughout the week with my grocery shops. Um, The next thing kind of leads into that and that is meal prepping. And this is another thing that I think a lot of people have an opinion on, but I think meal prepping is really awesome. I did go through stages when I meal prepped full meals. So I would say, okay, for my meal prep this week, I'm going to make six containers of tilapia, green beans, and sweet potato. And I came to really hate that, you guys. 
Like I would make it in the first two days of that would be delicious. I was like, okay, this is great. And then I would get really bored of the meal. And then by day four, it was like the fish was cold and stale. And I was so tired of that meal. It didn't even taste fresh anymore. And a lot of times I would waste it. And I would say like, I cannot fathom to eat a fifth day of this cold tilapia. You know what? I'm gonna just go get Chick-fil-A instead. And I think I burnt myself out at one point with meal prepping until... I realized that meal prepping doesn't have to be full meals. Um, What's really helped me now is I meal prep sides. So think if you go to Whole Foods, Hot Bar, or Erwan, or any place that has kind of like the healthy self-serve buffet, that's how I meal prep. So I'll do a dish of barbecue chicken. I'll do a dish of sweet potatoes, roasted sweet potatoes. I'll do a dish of green beans and zucchinis, whatever the sides that I love are. And I will meal prep just big dishes of those sides so that throughout the week, I can use those to throw together different meals. And sometimes it's a big salad nourish bowl. Sometimes I'll make spaghetti and I'll put like the chicken that I meal prepped on it and I'll put some veggies and then I just have to pour sauce over it. Um, And I just pull from those sides to create different meals throughout the week. And that's really helped me to not get burnt out from meals, to not get bored with meals, but to also have stuff accessible and easy with my busy lifestyle. Let me give you some tangible meal prep ideas for this stuff. So like I said, I usually do make a chicken dish. Um, I love my air fryer for this. I usually will cut my chicken into little cubes and I'll air fry it with some olive oil, sea salt, and pepper. And then my favorite thing recently is I get this dairy-free buffalo dip. No, not dip. Buffalo sauce. And I pour it over the chicken when when it's done in the air fryer and just toss it up. And it literally tastes like buffalo wild wings, you guys. It's so good. And I think it's from Primal Kitchens is the brand that makes the sauce. But it is so good. So I'll do that and put it in a container. Next, uh, like I said, sweet potatoes. I'll cube up some sweet potatoes. Again, just pop it in the air fryer, salt and pepper, and a little bit of olive oil. So good. Then for breakfasts, I typically love to make my breakfasts in the moment because I think it's such a big part of my morning, like waking up, making my coffee, making a cozy breakfast and sitting with it is like such a thing for me. But if I am on the run one day, it's nice to have at least something um, in the back of the fridge that I can pull from. So I love to make overnight oats. Um, Basically, I do a cup of oats, a cup and a half of almond milk, I'll do chia seeds, I'll do a little bit of protein powder and mashed banana and mix that up and then a a little bit of almond butter too. And it makes like two or three servings of overnight oats. I just keep it in a big container and that way I can pour little bowls of it and then I can top it with fruit, more nut butter, granola, whatever I'm feeling like that day, but it's a good base to have as a backup. Another thing is sometimes I will make my protein pancake batter and store it in a Tupperware container. Sometimes I do have a little bit of time to make something, but it's the whole mess that I don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with pouring all this powder into a bowl and mixing it up and getting like three things dirty and measuring out almond milk and you know all this stuff. I do want to make my pancakes but I just don't want to deal with the mess because I have stuff to do. So that's a really good for me to meal prep is just make the batter and have it in a big container and then use that the next morning to just pour your pancakes. Another thing for a snack is hard-boiled eggs. I'm a big hard-boiled egg girl. Um, I think one, the cracking of hard-boiled eggs is so satisfying, you guys. I don't know what it is, but if you can just make 12 and sit there for like 10 minutes and just crack and peel those eggs, oof, I swear. 
I love it. <laughs> but yeah, hard boiled eggs, a little bit of salt and pepper and some hot sauce, super good snack, high in protein, super easy. And you can also put it on toast and stuff too. Really, really good. Let's say one more. Let's do a dinner one. Okay, so gluten-free pasta with a little bit of pasta sauce. I just get both of those from whatever grocery store, Whole Foods, Publix. And then I'll meal prep some beef um, or bison and I'll just do it with a little bit of olive oil and salt and pepper on the stove and just chop up some ground beef. That way you can throw together like a pasta spaghetti bowl. So those are some tangible ideas of meal preps. Again, all those are on my app if you guys like want the actual recipes. The next thing with nutrition is something that I think is probably the most pivotal thing I did for my fitness journey or fitness and wellness journey is taking a food sensitivity test. Now these are kind of pricey they are an investment to your health um, but I think it is something that's so worth it I think definitely talk to your doctor first because you want to figure out the best one for you and if it's something that you really need but for me I struggled a lot with bloating skin issues energy levels um just like digestion problems so much with my gut health that was off and out of whack and I talked to a holistic doctor and I ended up taking a food sensitivity test and it was so crazy what came back. I mean, there were foods on there that I ate every day that came back as extremely, that I'm extremely sensitive to. And I was able to see those foods and eliminate them from my diet to test out what I felt like if I didn't have them. And guys, it changed the game for me. So like, just let me paint the picture for you. Say mushrooms was one of them, a certain type of mushroom that I ate all the time because the Whole Foods Hot Bar had these mushrooms and they were really good. And so I ate them all the time. And so I would eat these mushrooms, you know, I would have bloating for a couple days, stomach issues, I wouldn't feel good, my energy would be off, and I would think, okay, you know, maybe it was something else I ate. I never traced it back to the mushrooms, and I tried doing all these other things to fix that. Um, meanwhile, I could have just taken a test and knew that if I ate these mushrooms, then I'm going to feel bad after. So I could have just eliminated them easily. And I did, and it truly did help so much. So I think I've heard many stories actually of people taking these tests and there's so many things that come up on them that they had no idea that these foods are a part of their diet on a regular basis. And the second that they got this test and eliminated them, it really helped with whatever issues they were having. So I totally vouch for them. I don't remember the exact brand that I took. My doctor gave it to me. So if you go into a doctor yourself, um, I definitely recommend that over everything because they can talk to you. They can really get a feel for what you need and what tests would work best for you. But if you don't, if you don't have insurance, you don't want to go to a doctor, you can definitely um, find them online too. I know there's Amazon ones, there's online things you can order for food sensitivity tests. But yeah, that's something that truly helped me so much. That about wraps up the nutrition category. So we're going to move into mindset. And for me, mindset, this category just means basically mental health, mental clarity, your mindset, your attitude, all of that, which I think in a fitness and wellness journey is equally, if not more important than the physical exercise itself. Because if your mind isn't healthy and your mind isn't right, nothing good is going to flow from that. You've got to get your mind and your mental state at a peaceful, healthy place before you can create anything good on your outer appearance or just in your life in general, in my opinion. Um, so the first tip I have for this is to each morning wake up and do a small, quick 
gratitude journal entry. So tangibly what this looks like for me is a lot of the times on my phone, I do have a journal that I love writing in too, but sometimes if I'm traveling or rushing, it's so much easier to be in bed and just open my phone real quick go to my notes that says gratitude journal and list out my things there. So I try to list about three things every day. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to list 10. And some days I wake up and I'm not in the best mood and I just list my three. But it's just at the beginning of your day, setting an intention to choose to see what you're grateful for and to choose to see what you don't want to take for granted in your life and in that day. I also am a Christian. I believe in God and have a relationship with God. So for me, this really turns into like it starts from a gratitude journal and then it turns into prayer for me. So I write this stuff down and then I'm just so filled with gratitude and joy from writing it down that it turns into a prayer of like, wow, thank you, God, for the sunshine, for the air in my lungs, for Lucas laying next to me for this stuff and it really does turn into a little moment of prayer but whatever your beliefs are whether you believe in god or whatever you believe in i think just being able to thank something or someone for those things sets your heart in such a beautiful place to go about your day. The next small change that I have is something that it was really hard for me to make this change if I'm being honest. If you knew me in high school or you were close to me, you might know that I talked really bad about myself. I let myself say negative things about my body, my appearance, my clothes, even like my grades in school, whatever I could find. I just had a very negative conversation about myself all the time. And looking back, I just, I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it was because I truly thought those things about myself and I wanted to make everybody know that I thought those things so that nobody else could talk about those things behind my back without it already being said. I can't put my finger on why I did that or why I said those things all the time, but it was always something. It was either I look fat or my hair looks so bad or oh my gosh, I'm so dumb, I got an F on this. Like there was always such a negative talk about anything I could do. I think it was honestly humor and trying to be relatable with people too and kind of like joke around, but it's just not okay. And it really does start to convince yourself that those things are true. Like if you go day after day commenting negatively on how you look, you're going to build up this idea that those things are actually really true and you're going to walk about your day with this like self-imposed false reality that you have spoken over yourself. So if that sounds like you or sounds like something you do right now, I have to tell you my life has changed drastically since I've not allowed myself to say those things anymore. I don't remember when it was, but I came to a point in my life where I was like, I promise to never speak anything negatively over you again. Like talking to myself, I would say this, like I promise I would look in the mirror and say, there is nothing negative coming out of my mouth towards you only positive. If that negative thought comes in my mind, I can't really control that fully, but I'm not going to speak upon it or make a joke about it or anything like only positive. So if you're listening to this right now and that is you or was you, I want you to make a pact right now to yourself. You are not going to speak out negativity over you or your life. Just there's no reason for it. There's no point for it. It's only going to set you up in a mindset that those things are actually true and it's only going to make you act out upon those things. So whenever those negative thoughts do come into your head of, oh, I'm ugly, I'm fat, my outfits are terrible, I'm dumb, whatever those are, I want you to really take them captive 
and change the narrative in your head. As soon as that thought pops in your head of I'm ugly, I want you to replace it with the thought of, you know what? I'm not ugly. That's actually false. I'm not sure where that came from, but it is absolutely false. I have so many beautiful features about me. Um, Maybe list out the specific features that you like about yourself and then also tie in that it's not actually about looks. It's about my heart. It's about how I treat people, how I love people, my kindness, my peace, my joy, what I do in this world. And just try to switch that narrative in your head. So the first step is to actually not speak those things out ever. Refuse to say anything negative about yourself, but also to really switch that narrative in your head of only the thoughts that you're hearing, I want you to change it and change the negative ones to positive ones. Even if it feels untrue at the time to say, I'm not ugly, I'm actually beautiful. Even if that feels weird or untrue, it is true. Every single person is beautiful in their own way. And as cliche as that sounds, you just got to keep telling yourself that until you really can see it with your own eyes and truly believe it. Because in a world that just tells us that there's one certain way to look or to dress or to be, it's just so false. Like we're so unique, each one of us, and so beautiful in our own way. So side little tangent there, but okay, I have two more tips on mindset. The first one is to commit yourself to learning something new each day. I want to keep learning and growing my entire life. And if I'm gonna do that, I have to set myself up in a position each day to accept new knowledge and I think it's so cool to find new ways and new people to learn from I learn stuff from cashier clerks at the gas station I learned stuff from surfers from my dog from my husband like it can be completely different each day and it doesn't actually have to be someone verbally sitting down talking to you and teaching you something it can be your observation of a way a person does life or a way a person handles a situation or the way a person is actually doing a physical task but it's just seeing things in the light of how can I learn from this? I think that's what it really is, is just being open to learning and open to growing and wanting and craving to evolve and grow and become a more intuitive human. I hope one day I'm 90 years old and I'm still observing people trying to learn from them or not even people. It can be learning from nature. I think some of the greatest teachers in life are the people that are just doing their daily life, their everyday tasks, but doing them with such joy and with such greatness that you can't help but observe and be like, wow, why do you possess this joy? Why are you doing this small task so well? And just really observing and trying to figure out what you can learn from them. And the last small little change or habit that I have for you on mindset is when you go to bed at night, lay down and just take a few minutes to reflect on your day and think about one or two things that you've learned and also what you did well that day, and also what you can work on for the next day. So those are three things within this tip. What you learned, what you did well, and what you can work on tomorrow. Because we can learn all the things in the world and experience all the things, but if we don't reflect on them and actually put them into effect in our life, then like where's the benefit you know we don't want it to be just knowledge we want it to actually change our life and we want it to actually affect us and the people around us so if you can reflect on your day in bed just for a few minutes sometimes it'll really help you to fall asleep too because it centers you it just calms your mind down and lets you focus in intuitively so i think that's super beneficial and then when you wake up the next morning you already reflected you know what you got to do to crush the day ahead of you okay that's about 
about all the tips I have written down for small, tangible changes that you can implement to make a big impact in your life. And I know that there are so many more, but those are some that I randomly thought of on my walk today and that really stood out to me. So I hope that these really help you guys and I hope you can put them into effect and allow them to start changing your life in the way that they changed mine. And if you take anything from this episode, I just want you to know that Life change happens from small, consistent habits. It's all about the small habits. So if you're wanting to change your life or turn your life around or just improve your everyday life, start small and stay consistent. I also said I'm going to leave you guys with a challenge at the end of every episode and I want to stay true to that. So the challenge from today's episode is to go find a spot preferably tonight or tomorrow morning, but if it can be any time throughout the next week, to go watch a sunset or a sunrise. And I know this can be tricky depending on where you live. I've lived in cities where it's really hard to find that, but sometimes just going to a parking garage deck up at the top and sitting with your car and just watching it, you can definitely do it there. Um, or if you live near the beach like I do, just actually going to a beach and seeing it. But it's something that I really love and it just brings me so much peace and grounds me and puts things things into perspective in the way that the world is so big and beautiful and my journey is yes important but also so small on this earth compared to everything else so I love it and it's something that really does help my mental health a lot so I challenge you guys to go do that please tag me in stories if you go do that I really want to see and I want to connect with you guys that are listening to this and taking on these challenges thank you guys so much for tuning in with me on talk healthy to me for my very first solo episode and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye!